0: Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. My name is Dolores Semeraro and this is my weekly show dedicated to hospitality and tourism professionals who want to restart the tourism and the travel industry with traveler-centric tools and insights and jump-starting their travel recovery journey starting today. Subscribe to the show to be the first to know when the next episode full of tips, tools, and strategies on travel recovery goes out. Welcome back to Truth Behind Travel podcast and back to a show that is dedicated to the worlds of tourism, travel and hospitality and its recovery. I got to be honest with you, at the time of this recording, we're all following the events of Ukraine as they unfold. And on the podcast, I leave the politics out of the conversations that aim to support the tourism industry and its operators But I just couldn't record an episode bypassing what is happening these days. As tragic as the events are proving to be, they're no longer something that is happening elsewhere. But instead, we now are, wanting or not, all aware and involved. How are we involved? For the simple reason that just by simply opening up our social media feed, we get to see And to know what's happening, we get to share our point of views or the point of views of those we agree with. And once we know, we're in. So that involvement got me thinking, as a tourism business operator, how do you consciously and sensibly tackle this conversation? Do you avoid the subject and go on business as usual on your branded content? Or you take a stand and take action. And what actions? So these are questions that certainly don't have an easy answer. The tourism business needs everybody's support to recover. And as business operators, hoteliers, travel agents, travel consultants, your question is, how do you convey your thoughts and your participations to what is happening without compromising your current and future business leads. Many in the tourism sphere have been quite vocal about their position, starting with even booking platforms like Kayak, for example, turning its uh, on-page signature orange logo into yellow and blue. But others have gone a step further than just reframing a logo. Several cruise lines, for example, cruise ships, have removed the Russian Stopover, like St. Petersburg's, for example, from their itineraries, Norwegian Cruise Line, Viking and Carnival, to name a few, or Airbnb, for example, offering free temporary housing up to 100,000 Ukrainians who fled the country. On the other hand, the Russian Federal Tourism Agency has issued a statement recently recommending Russian tourism operators to stop sending Russian tourists to countries who are applying sanctions to Russia. Russia is the sixth highest international tourism expenditure worldwide in the world, with Turkey being their number one tourism destination. Think that just in 2020, over 2.2 million Russian tourists visited Turkey for tourism purpose. There are currently no sanctions imposed by Turkey on Russia. You see the dilemma here. To speak or not to speak. When we align with the human tragedy of a war, no marketing business talk in tourism stands a chance of surviving criticism. However, I am 100% sure that many of the podcast listeners working in the travel and tourism industry have at least once came across a tragedy that was unrelated to their core business, but was having a profound impact on their customers. So let's talk about it at the time when tragedy occurs. These are three principles you can exercise when communicating with your customers. Number one, speak with empathy. In a world where life goes on, no matter what happens between neighboring countries or faraway countries, where the only way to escape the news and find peace is to cho- is to switch off these devices. Empathy in communication enables our brand to maintain relevancy, avoiding coming across as detached or disengaged, or even worse, uninterested. If you have a business partner or customers affected by a tragedy, reach out to them with a personal message instead of mainstreaming and recycled slogan customizations and direct reaching shows a greater deal of empathy and considerations, making your brand message relatable and trustworthy. How do you communicate with empathy to those who are not yet your customers instead to those for example, just browsing their feed or checking their emails? I'll give you an example in the middle of the recent Paris Fashion Week, the message shared by the fashion giant Chanel stood out for me for being supportive as opposed instead of being fear-inspired or fear-inspiring. It was shared on their social media feed at the time of peak engagement, which is fashion week. The house of Chanel knew that it was not going to go unnoticed. What can we learn from this? Work with your crisis management team on core content. Don't underestimate the power of those words, so have them written by a team of professionals. Avoid blasting it all over your social media, which might just fuel more phobia, but choose instead most effective and engaging time and platform. Make them a team voice not just a message from the CEO or the chairman, because if it's a team voice, it comes from the people, it goes to the people. Right. Number two, exercise transparency. At the time when many are just echoing recycled messages from social media and mass media, it's too easy to lose track of the source of the information. So when including facts and numbers across your brand message, make sure to check sources and even quote them when possible. It will uphold transparency first and your audience will ease into engaging with your content instead of scrolling away. Number three, uphold brand values. Remember those brand values? We spoke about it a lot of times on the podcast. At the time when the global media is reporting a tragedy, we often see an army of self-proclaimed defenders of their highest values. But the truth is, if you dig in a little deeper, you see that those values were just a little more than a page on their website less than a week ago. So in these situations, not only your customers look at the way you behave, but most importantly, your team, your employees. So enabling them to refresh and embrace these brand values, what do they stand for, what do they mean, will guide them through this difficult time and help them think twice before sharing content online that could potentially also harm your brand. So here's to recap with you. These are three principles you can exercise when communicating with your customers at time of tragedy. Speak with empathy, exercise transparency, uphold brand values. At times like this, while recording this episode, the definition of tragedy is fast assuming a whole different meaning. We are just getting back on our feet from a nearly two-year-long pandemic that has seen Countless countries closing borders, entire fleets of aircrafts grounded and travel restrictions affecting the movements of millions around the world. Today, the airspace of all the European Union country members, as well as the US and Canada, has banned Russian aircrafts. On the other hand, Russia has also banned its own airspace to 36 countries worldwide. According to IATA, before the pandemic, Russia was the 11th largest country market for air transportation services in terms of passengers' numbers, including the large domestic market that they represent. Today, the rerouting of the air traffic alone will generate more gas emissions fuel consumptions, and further impact to the recovery of the aviation industry with a heavy, heavy setback for the IATA recovery plan. On the podcast, we very often speak about how we can support the industry to recover, what are the best marketing strategies we can implement to move forward and build a better, stronger, and truer tourism industry. I must be completely honest with you. Days like this for me are a struggle. I won't paint it pink when it's not. The dynamic behind a conflict are complex and I'm not here to discuss them. But at the time when we should be rolling up our sleeves to really step into recovery mode, we instead find ourselves in the positions to put it aside or step back or have a setback on our on our strategies and we are in the position to understand a whole new diff- tragedy. Because war is a tragedy, no matter what. There are no winners, there's only suffering. So I look for ways to help, to support those wanting to build a better tourism industry. And I go further into understanding what truly matters to today's travelers and how you can better understand them to develop your brand and recovery strategy and become the go-to brand of your customer's niche. On my website, doloressemerara.com, you will find easy access to all my free resources, including a sneak peek into my latest tourism resilience training program, which I designed for tourism, travel, and hospitality enterprises wanting to realign their company strategy to their current events and the needs of their customers. Dive deep into the digitalization of the travel industry and develop a traveler centric mindset first. Go to doloresemeraro.com forward slash tourism recovery training. forward slash tourism recovery training. You can also request a demo of the training program. Just head over to the contact page and email me. Thank you for being part of this journey to travel recovery. Today, I wanted to speak with empathy. I wanted to exercise transparency and I wanted to remind myself of my brand values. And if I have inspired you to do the same, then I'm happy. But you know would make me even happier that you, after listening to this episode, would take a moment to share it with your network. If you know that there is someone out there that needs to hear this, send them over the link. I'll be forever grateful. Thank you once again, and see you soon for another episode of Truth Behind Travel Podcast. Bye.